0: Inside sources. Inside sources. Inside sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. A significant spending bill. This one, although it's just a measly $2.1 billion bill, uh, passed yesterday with a 98 to zero vote. So in other words, all the senators that were present voted for it. $2.1 billion bill. We're going to talk about what's in that and why this is part of the problem. But before we do that, I just want to give you a quick update. Uh, We've been watching uh, for the last several moments, uh, President Joe Biden, as he gives an update on vaccines and mask mandates and uh, requirements for federal employees, We've been watching that over the last 10 minutes or so. Uh, The most interesting thing that I think that has taken place uh, in this press conference is that the president came out in a mask. He did come out wearing his mask. He uh, took it off when he got to the podium. Uh, He talked about uh, vaccine requirements for federal workers, which I don't think surprised anyone, uh, he's uh, continuing to talk through some of these uh, particular issues. He's he's tried to allay some of the fears of those who are vaccine hesitant or resistant and uh, trying to get to some of the the research there. And he, he used a term that's been an interesting one. Uh, it was actually used last Friday by the CDC. Uh, the CDC that said that COVID-19 is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated. President Biden used uh, similar language uh, in his comments just moments ago. And uh, so that's an interesting thing. Uh, Senator Marco Rubio from Florida uh, tweeted uh, just a couple hours ago. He said uh, four days ago, the CDC said this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. He says now uh, they are giving the recommendation that fully vaccinated people need to wear masks uh, based on new science related to the Delta variant. And then he, he raises an important issue. He says before stirring up fights over masks, they should release the science. If, if there is new science that is driving these tweaks and changes, then let's, let's talk about the new science. I think that's an important part of the communication quandary that we find ourselves in. We're getting so many mixed messages uh, that it makes it very hard for those who are hesitant to uh, actually get uh, the nerve to go in and get vaccinated and get that done, and so anyway, we're going to continue to monitor that. The president is still speaking, and uh, if uh, any other news breaks, we will jump right into that here on KSL News Radio. But I want to go back to something that was really bipartisan. Uh, late last night, the Senate passed a 2.1 billion dollar bill to strengthen capital security. Uh in fact, here's uh, here's the play-by-play call. Elizabeth Warren, uh, senator, was sitting in the chair presiding over the United States Senate, and uh, here's how she called the vote. On this vote, the yeas are 98, the nays are zero under the previous order requiring 60 votes for the passage of this bill. The bill, as amended, is passed. All right, so the bill is passed. A uh, I- I almost feel like those are going to start being sponsored by some lobbying group. You know, this vote brought to you by, and then you could pick your favorite large company could be uh, sponsoring those uh, announcements of the call, uh, almost like the Olympics. Uh, So here's the tricky part of this. So when you say, okay, we just voted, everybody in the Senate, 98 senators voted to pass a $2.1 billion bill to strengthen capital security. I don't know of anyone in the country who would say, nope, I'm against that. Uh, I think everybody's for that. I think everybody recognizes that's an important thing uh, and that we do need to get that right. But here's the kicker. The title of the bill is not necessarily what is in the bill. So out of that $2.1 trillion, Again, that is for uh, increasing security at the United States Capitol. Over half of it, $1.125 is actually for Afghan refugee resettlement and provides 8,000 additional Afghan special immigrant visas as the United States works to relocate individuals who help the U.S. military. Now, I also believe that everybody agrees that that's a good idea uh, we've We've talked about it on this program that those Afghan translators, guides, consultants, contractors who helped the u s military during operations there in Afghanistan who are now uh, being threatened with their lives and the lives of their family members yeah we need we need to accelerate their Resettlement. We need to get special visas. We need to accelerate the visa process, and we need to have a way to relocate uh, and resettle those uh, particular Afghan refugees. Again, those that were translators and guides and and contractors for the United States military. Everybody agrees that's a good thing, but should should one point one two five billion dollars for Afghan refugee settlement? Should that really be part of a bill whose very title is to uh, deal with Capitol Hill security, and this is the quandary we keep finding ourselves in i We end up with so many things tucked into so many pieces of legislation. I mean, would any of you have guessed that a bill about Capitol Hill security? would have over half of the spending directed to Afghan refugees. I, I think that's not truth in advertising. And the problem is, is this is how Washington continues to work. And the consultants and the lobbyists and the lawyers come in and they come up with great names for these bills. And and then they put members of Congress in a position of, well, how can you vote against that? You know, this is the... This is the uh, Everybody Loves Puppies bill. And inside the Everybody Loves Puppies bill, there's billions of dollars of spending for the Talladega Speedway in Florida. And we see this over and over and over again. And it's why members of Congress should be required to read the bills before they vote on them, that the text should be provided well in advance. Uh, I'm one of those who believes let's let's do one subject at a time rather than putting all of these things together that have no reason to be put together and jam them through. And everyone can applaud because, you know, we all voted for the uh, preservation of puppies bill, uh, not really acknowledging the fact that most of the spending doesn't have anything to do with puppies. And that's the way Washington – is working or not working, depending on how you like to look at that. And that's a big challenge because that's how spending happens. So the reason I share this is, one, that's a lot of money. And again, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. We need to spend that. Uh, We need to help those who helped us in Afghanistan, no question. But don't throw it in a Capitol Hill security bill. Put it in its own bill and get it on the floor and debate it and vote on it and amend it if you need to and get it done in front of the American people. Because until we start to demand that things be done in front of the American people, we're going to have more things like this and worse. This is actually not an egregious example because it's actually for something good. But it's not accountable because no one's going to go back and say, well, what about that Afghanistan stuff that was in that? No, they're going to talk about the Capitol Hill police and their funding. And so until we can have that conversation... There's no way we're going to control spending. And here's why I share all of this with you. In the coming days, in the next 48 hours, over the weekend as well, you're going to have members of Congress trying to make amendments to the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Why? Because they know it is going to pass. They know it's going to pass. And so they're going to try to get little amendments in there for spending in their state or their district uh, to get all of that going. And so that's what you need to watch for. Watch what happens over the next several days as members get this opportunity to offer amendments and to add things to the bipartisan bill or things that will get tucked in uh, the bigger bill, the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill. Uh, All of those things are going to add up to serious money on things that are not related to the bill and are going to be passed without any of us knowing about it until after the fact. And that fact is a problem. And I do want to thank one of our texters. I think I said Talladega was in Florida. It's in Alabama. And to all of our Alabamians, I don't know if that's the right word either. Those who live in Alabama, I apologize. Talladega is your speedway, and uh, we won't put any money for it in the next bill. So we will do that. All right. We're going to go ahead and step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, we've been talking about a lot of hearings in Washington, D.C. this last week. We're going to talk about hearing and listening and what that means coming up next. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids.